Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Yeah, thanks for that, Dizzy. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to enjoy catching up with everyone over the next couple of days and celebrating Paulie T's uh, life. Um, but we've got the big man on the phone now. man when he retired, I think, had the most caps for Queensland. Um, you'd love to throw a punch. He's a good fighter, our, our mate Pricey. And uh, not only that, but when I coached the Warriors, uh, I made him my captain as well. And I'd like to welcome the big man in. He's back in Australia. Morning, Pricey. How are you? Good mate, how are you? Oh, good mate, mate. You're in Campo together, mate. What's have you not? Has Joe not got you to sort that um, that voice box out yet? Yeah, I tried to, mate. I can't do anything about it, so <laughs> it's got to put up with it. Hey, mate, what are you <laughs> doing? Campo, Campo, and I've done a couple of um, sort of speaking things lately, and it's hilarious. No one can hear anything we say. Yeah, mate. What are you What are you up to these days? You're back over. You're back over in Queensland. You. You obviously just finished your workout, heading out to work. What are you doing these days? Mate, uh, yeah, move back to Sunshine Coast, and um, I'm doing my carpentry apprenticeship at the moment, so just actually doing the anniversary pretty much today, it's four months, so just about to start my second year of my apprenticeship. Hey, awesome, mate. Are you um, on the Sunny Coast. Yeah, that's so, John. You, you, you know, obviously, John Timu. I think he did the same thing too when he retired from Canterbury. Went back and down to Otago and did his um his apprenticeship. Mate, let's get back. Let's get it right into it. The footy. What do you take first game? The Warriors. What's your what's your feedback on them? Yeah, I thought I thought there were some really good signs. Um, you know, they just had those few little lapses at, at different times. That um, you know, um, St George was sort of able to. Not get easy tries, but they're sort of softer tries that you sort of go, wow, if you're able to be able to stop those, um, you know, completely different games. So, you know, the young team, um, really disappointing about Sean getting injured. I thought that was going to be a key for the Warriors this year, and he was sort of looking pretty good too, and I thought the, the more that he could play, you know, week in and week out with all those young boys, the, the better they were going to be now. Obviously, I think is Bruce playing this week. Um, so you know that's that's obviously going to be good. Bad that Sean's out, but good that Reese is in. And um, it's always been one of the things for the Warriors, mate. You know, when I was there playing, the more you could have your your sort of best squad on the field playing together, the more success you had because the boys, you know, able to get some consistency. Hey, Steve, it's Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Um, just the other day, we spoke to Richie Blackmore uh, about the identity of the Warriors. And you would have, uh, you know, you would have felt it when you were there. Their ability to break open a game and play a brand of rugby league that that no one else can match. Do you feel as of late they've kind of lost that and they've gone away and got too structured in the way they're able to play? And how do how does Nathan Brown unlock the Warriors' identity? I think um, you know, even when when I was there. Uh, the type of player that we had was very different to probably the one that you're talking about. Oh, you know, you, the Australian mm. commentators used to always talk about the razzle-dazzle of the Warriors. and uh, we, we could certainly play some, some amazing attacking footy, but 
you know, the Ali La Titis and all these type of mm. guys were absolutely outstanding and, and they did um, play like Harlem Globetrotters. Um, the Warriors aren't like that now and and they don't have the players that are like that. So, you know, they always sort of say the Warriors have a big forward pack and they're so athletic and razzle-dazzle and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, even when I was there, our forward pack wasn't, wasn't the biggest forward pack in the NRL. And I think it's just this sort of perception that, you know, people had from those those days when Ali and all those guys were here. Um, and the Warriors, they just got to play their footy, mate. You know, Nathan Brown, mm. he's trying to get a, a type of footy. He's, he's recruited um, a style of player in different positions that he thinks is going to be very competitive and, and obviously get the Warriors to where they need to be. Um, unfortunately, those sort of key players have, have had injuries and haven't been able to have them on the field as much as you'd like. Pricey, in, that, in those key players and those key positions, do you think the Warriors are lacking a, a, a really, really good um, dummy half, a good hooker, uh, such as you played with Cam Smith in the Queensland side? Oh, I think <clears throat> I think there's a lot of clubs in the NRL that would love, you know, <laughs> love to have uh, Harry Green <laughs> or someone like that. There's, there's, and this isn't disrespecting any hookers out there, but there's there's no there's not many around. Um, you know, like a Cameron Smith who can just open up a game and have that speed out of dummy half and can continually engage, you know, the tight forwards um, and can see opportunities up a blind side or, you know, hit that hit that the playmaker at the right time or hit a, you know, a skillful forward. Um, the Warriors do have some outstanding players, you know, right across the field. Um, I think it's more more so whatever players you got and can be you've been a coach is, is being able to you know, bring the best out in them and what you're trying to do as a, as a footy team. Um, at the end of the day, you've got guys like Reese Walsh, you know, Sean Johnson. So the big boys need to do their job, you know, to get that momentum through the middle. And it starts at nine because, in nine, you know, the nine we had Georgia Gaddis and Nathan Fien. And I think um, a couple of years there, our, our middle forwards scored 20 tries between us because, you know, we're, we're always a threat through the middle. Um, so that made you know guys like Manu Vatavai scoring 28 tries as well because if they're worrying about us in the middle, you know Manu had no one out, out on the edge either. So I think that's one of the keys is just to mm. try and be a threat throughout the middle. What about the, so you're obviously living on the Sun Sunshine Coast? We got Ash Taylor coming in, uh, Queensland boy coming in to play seven. Is there a, what can we expect from from young Ash? He's only 26 years of age. And he's uh, fighting for his career. Are we expecting big things from him, Steve? Yeah, mate. Seeing, you know, as you know, there's been plenty of guys who have come through and shown outstanding, you know, glimpses when they're young of what they can potentially be and potentially sort of mm. an ugly word, like you, you haven't done it consistently. So this is Ash's challenge yeah. and he's got a great opportunity. Um, you know, he's got a really big forward pack around him. Some outside, outstanding sort of outside backs, you know, Rocco Berry, these sort of kids. Um, Reese Walsh, so you know it's, it's his opportunity to make his mark, and, and he's just got to be, you know, building that. He doesn't have to come out and try and brain in the first week. Um, you know, defensively be strong, and then run the run the team around the park. You know, that's I think what Sean was doing pretty good last week. Uh, went to the game, and and I sort of saw, you know, his communication was really really good, and I think um, Ash has got that in him, but I'm not sure whether he's actually, you know done that week in, week out. And Sean didn't either at the start, you know. Like, 
he's only mm. sort of started to do it the last three or four years, and that's just experience. Hey, Pricey, you've got a pretty good um, progeny. You know, I, I don't know if a lot of people know um, you're married to Brent Tate's uh, sister and, her, and herself, a really, really lovely woman. Um, Jamie Lee, mate, you know, had to had to uh, choose between New Zealand and Australia and obviously runs around for the Australian nipple team. And Riley, your boy, uh, has he still got the contract with Queensland? How are those two going? Yeah, mate, uh, Jamie's just um, got announced vice-captain of the Giants, so she's been there since she left the Magic. Um, I know was that sort of 2016-17, I think, uh, and, you know, doing really well with kids. She's just been out of the UK for that um, Four Nations they had, leading into hopefully Com Games this year. Um, so, big season for her. And then, um, Riley, he's just up at uh, Townsville. Um, he's on a development contract with the Cowboys, so... He um, sort of had his first NRL trial uh, a couple of weeks ago and absolutely loved it. So he's he's sort of, as you know, can't be like, and, and he's in like just working his way through to try and uh, live his dream. So loving it up there and, and he's uh, mainly around the corner from his Uncle Brent. So he sort of keeps him on his, you know, on level, level-headed and um, he's starting to get bigger and bigger, big roles. He's like all of our kids can't be, they sort of, um, want to let you know too that he's getting bigger. So he still hasn't, still hasn't been able to track me yet yet. Um, but one day he will, very soon. Yeah, beautiful. Love that. Hey, tell us about the dynamics on the work site, mate, on the building site. Because let's be honest, if I'm the fully qualified tradesman here and I'm trying to tell Steve Price to go get that ruler or go get that, that hammer over there, um, I'd be absolutely shitting myself. So tell me about the dynamics, mate. Come on. <laughs> No, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty funny. We've got a young boy who plays rugby here on the Sunny Coast, Big Harry. He's um, 19 and he's third year, so he's my boss, um, and doesn't mind telling me anything. Loves telling his mates that um, you know I'm his, I'm his gopher, and yeah, no, it's pretty good, mate. Um, a lot of fun, and obviously uh, hard work, which you know is good. Good to get the body going again, and. Um, getting back on night and learning, learning plenty all the time. So, uh, going to be digging a bit today, mate. We've got some footings and bloody uh, trenches to be done today. So, um, didn't go to the gym this morning because I know, I know she's going to be a tough day. Hey, Pricey, that's awesome because I know you don't like taking um, advice too too easily. Um, but just <laughs> it'd be remiss, it'd be remiss of me not to ask because there'd be a lot of listeners out there that will would go back to that um, that time down in your 30-yard 30, um, 30 line in Queensland and you, and you shaped up to Brett White. Just just take us through the actions, mate. What actually happened that night? Um, yeah, I can't remember much, obviously, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, last, last minute of uh, State of Origin 3, I think, uh, 2009, uh, we won the first two games. Uh, trying to get a clean sweep. We had a few boys that weren't, you know, best prepared for that game, got to be a little bit uh, comfortable, and um, we weren't going too good in the game. I think we were down by about 12 with a minute to go, and I just tackled Brett with Cameron Smith, um, and I got up, and then he punched me in the mouth, and I sort of said, well, what'd you do that for, Brett? And he goes, because you need me in the head, Steve. And I said, well, no, I didn't. He said, yes, you did, and then he went to me again, and I was like, oh, See <laughs> what do I do? So um, I've always sort of copped it on the chin. Never fought, you know, never had a fight. And, um, yeah, this time I don't know why, but this time I thought, nah, 
stuff to you, Brad. I'm going to stick up for myself. So, um, yeah, it probably lasted, I don't know, what, 10 seconds, which is a long time for a fight on a footy field. Um, and, yeah, I ended up um, snoring. So um, probably the worst the worst part of it, mate, like, you know, it's sort of you look back on it now and have a little bit of a chuckle. But it's disappointing from my perspective because it wasn't part of the game. Mm. And that was my last origin moment. You know, like, so you play 28 yeah. origin games and you know, too, you like, you played so many, you know, test matches and there's so many things that vary, you know, from your first game through to your last game. And mm. Um, mm. we won that series and I didn't get to celebrate it because I'm sitting on the table with, you know, Kevin Rudd. Well, um, well seen, you know, mate. The eyes are all sort of rolling around. So um, that was probably the biggest lesson that I learned is, just to be yourself and, you know, I sort of just copped the, the split lip and then, you mm. know, just sort of said to him, you're a lunatic and, and moved on. But, yeah, for some reason, two little blokes on the shoulder, the one that sort of hasn't stuck up for himself his whole life decided to and now I know why he shouldn't have. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you've got to learn the hard way sometimes, mate. <laughs> they tell me yeah, you can actually you fight it, so I didn't realise that until after it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the ones that you least expect that give you a hell of a surprise. Tell me about it. I'm like you, mate. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'll tell you that. Um, quickly, before we let you go, before we let you go, Bulldogs, they're making the eight? Of course. <laughs> so, mate, you know, what, what they have done well is they've, they've fought well. Um, but they're like what we were just talking about. You know, um, the nine Jezza, he's a really good kid and he can, you know, he's a good player, but he's not that elite hooker and, um, and the sort of half-back position is, is a little bit, you know, they don't have someone mm. to take control of the team, you know, which I think Matty Burton needs. So that's going to be their sort of struggle. They've got um, um, Reid Marty going there next year, which is good. But, um, yeah, for this year, that's going to be the biggest challenge, mate. And I thought that was what their problem was against mm. the Cowboys. They just didn't have that sort of direction and, and that real threat in the middle. Um, when you've got sort of some of the forwards that the Bulldogs have, um, you know, having a really outstanding night is, is key, as well as a halfback who can, mm. you know, push you around the park. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a big job for Trent. You know, he's got the players now. So now it comes down to his coaching mm. and, um, oh, you know, in we'll celebrate. Years. One from one. We'll Start a well, mate. Start a well, yeah. <laughs> Top of the table class this week, Broncos, Bulldogs. Hey, mate, big shout-out Big shout out to you coming on the uh, on the Sins Breakfast this morning with uh, me, Louie, and, and Izzy. And say... Uh, say hi to Joe and the kids. Um, good to talk, mate. We'll stay in touch during the year. Enjoy being told what to do from a nineteen-year-old. I know how hard that is, Pricey. Just take some deep breaths. Um, and thanks, and thanks a lot for showing us, um, sharing with us your yellow. Uh, we call that yellow ribbon boxing matches down here when we used to like watching Blake's fight. But um, your moment in State Origin, mate. I, I don't remember you for that. I remember you for being the champion that you are. The twenty-eight games in Origin that you yeah, played, yeah, the, the, the amount of times you played for Aussie, and being the um, the captain that you deserve to be for the Warriors. So, uh, thanks a lot for coming in this morning. Yep. Talk soon. Too easy, mate. Too easy. Cheers, Pricey. What a legend! How good. Oh, absolutely, man, mate. Yeah, because like he spoke about that moment. That doesn't define me. You're right, Kempi. Like he's played 300 games in the NRL. You know, he's reason one of the reasons why women watch the Bulldogs play, and he was a meter eater, mate. That's, those are the grafters you need. You know, the McCalls, the 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 guys that just just graft, make tackles, and get your meters, get your gain line. And he was one of those. Wasn't he a flashy guy? 
but just ran straight and hard. And you can tell by his voice. Well, wait. Yeah, mate. But that's crazy how they all lose their voices, eh? Mate, Darren Lockyer, Campo, and Pricey having a conversation together on the Queensland side. But it'd be terrible. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing that, that goes that goes <laughs> by the side about Pricey. If you want to teach kids how to put pressure on a kicker, like kick pressure. So he played in yeah. the middle. He carried the ball the most. He, he was always involved in defence. But if you look at his... Um, I guess is real about his game. The best part of his game was his kick pressure, mate. He yeah, just absolutely. never let the kickers have a free kick. Yeah, bang on, Kempe. He was nuanced football, and it wasn't just that big tough guy in the middle or the meter at he right. And he understood the game, and he taught that, and he kind of set up that Warriors generation for a long time in that team. Awesome to catch up with Steve Price. 22 minutes past nine. We're here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. After this, we're going to hear from Nathan Brown in our Rugby League Hour of Power Double eight double three. You know it. The Temper Bedpost Text Machine. Or 0800 150 811 the Kennard's Hire phone line. Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. What do you want to know about this round of NRL? Steve Price, where does he sit on your pantheon of great warriors? Get in touch back in a minute. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.